Hey, this is Elena Morales. I work at St. Norbert College as the advisor for study abroad and off-campus programs. I know that it would be really cool to have a podcast where people who've gone abroad could share their experiences. So this is that podcast. It's called SNC Adventures. Talk it out. I'm super excited for this because every week we're going to feature somebody new who's gone abroad and they're going to tell us their stories. Um, and hopefully it'll be really interesting and really meaningful and really engaging. I should probably also say that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast don't represent those of St. Norbert College necessarily. They're just some people sharing their thoughts who've seen some things. So hope you enjoy. Bye. And I'm sitting here with Paige Bonner. Hi, everyone. And Sophia Larson. Hello. And you guys are both seniors, right? Correct, yeah. Biology majors. Senior biology majors. (laughs) Senior biology majors. Why don't you guys tell me about where you went abroad and why you chose to go where you did? Sure. So I went abroad to Cape Town, South Africa um, a year ago now, last fall. And... And this is Paige speaking. And this is Paige speaking, by the way. (laughs) Um, And one of the reasons that I chose South Africa is because I wanted something that was going to push me farther outside of my comfort zone than anything else I had experienced before. I had lived in the UK for a summer in England as an au pair, and I knew I didn't want to go the Europe route, I guess is Mm. the way to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought the opportunities in Cape Town would challenge me more than than any of the other opportunities I had been looking at. Um, One of the reasons I chose South Africa, too, was a weird reason, but I wanted to feel what it would be like to be a minority because I knew Mm. I would experience a lot of diversity and be exposed to more, um, more people with different backgrounds than me. And being a white student, I thought I would be a minority in my school. That wasn't always the case. And that made me realize that the feeling that I wanted as a minority, I couldn't get because I was still very privileged. I was still a white student. And so that gave me more power than it would if I was just the only black student or Asian student. Um, So even when you were, like, the only white person or one of the few white people, you still had that, like, majority identity? Correct, yeah. Mm. So why did you decide to study abroad in Ecuador? Um, I studied abroad in Ecuador. Um, I'm a Spanish minor. So I really wanted to be pushed outside of my comfort zone to speak Spanish because I wasn't very outgoing in my Spanish classes before. So even though I could read the language proficiently, I (laughs) um, couldn't speak it very well or communicate. So I thought that this would be a good opportunity to have to speak Spanish to communicate and Mm. improve the language. Um, Ecuador also provided um, a research program. Um, so I got to do research along with um, a dental student, which... Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I wanted um, 
she, I want to be a dentist, so I got to work with her on, um, like, bacteria and teeth and um, the different uh, materials that they use. Hmm. Oh. Um, so was it an Equ- a student from Ecuador? Yeah, a student from Ecuador. Oh, okay. And I got to learn a lot of different, like, techniques in the lab, and I also got to contribute to her thesis that she was working on that's really cool so yeah so that was really exciting so I I really originally like just went for kind of the learning to speak Spanish aspect and the research aspect which now thinking about it kind of I just kind of went to improve my resume if you really think about (laughs) it why not yeah so just kind of sad but um and then I got there and then I really didn't spend as much time doing research as I thought and it became more of like an experience trip abroad than uh making sure my resume looks good while I'm abroad like experience which I thought was really cool so you were more reflective about yourself and what you were experiencing yeah more about myself as a person than myself as a student and Mm. oh yeah like future professional which I wasn't expecting to happen Mm -hmm. I was expecting to just go and get my resume filled out and come back (laughs) but I really just kind of changed as a person um Mm -hmm. than I did on like paper so yeah Mm -hmm. I I think that's something that a lot of students that happens to a lot of students that they think like oh this will look great on my resume this will help me get into grad school like this will help me get a job after college and then once they're there they realize like oh this is a this can be a completely different like kind of self I don't know self transformation or Mm -hmm. self focused experience more than like what they were planning Mm -hmm. I had a similar experience with I had a roommate who had a very different life perspective than I did, and she kind of went about life like, I'm going to do what I need to do for me to make me happy, to, like, build myself up. She was building others around her, too, but she had a very strong core and strength about her, and that started to rub off on me and thinking about what did I need out of this experience and how was I going to make that happen for myself? And I think in a similar way, that made me reflective and get more out of my study abroad experience. Mm-hmm. Who was I talking? I was talking to someone about this other day, about how when you go abroad, um, you kind of have the choice to either like, oh, it was Emily. We are talking about when she went to the Philippines. And mm-hmm. especially because she went with a group of St. Norbert students, it's like you you have to make the choice of am I going to kind of go along with like the group mentality and the group dynamic or am I going to make a, a really conscious like intentional choice to do what's best for myself and like think for myself and act for myself and I was like oh yeah I didn't really think about that like in terms of being something that not only students who go with a group of students have to do but also like even when you go by yourself like thinking about how assertive do you have to be in terms of making sure it's your experience? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure because I was with a third-party organization. I was with ISA, 
And so there were like 24 of us or so within that program, all living in the same building. And so cliques form within that, and you feel pressured to fit into a certain clique and go on different adventures with those students. But maybe that's not what you want to do or need to do right now. So kind of having the confidence and the awareness to say, nope, this isn't what I need to do right now. I'm going to do this instead. Like, I don't know. I think you find that power and hopefully you bring it back to St. Norbert to be more of an individual. And I feel like part of that happened. But at the same time, when you come back, I think you start to conform again a little bit more Mm. and you struggle to use your individuality. What about you, Sophia? Because there were a lot of St. Norbert students. Yeah, we ended up sticking together Mm -hmm. kind of throughout the entire time abroad and we formed really close friendships and even now we go get um like lunches together and dinners together and we've been hanging out in our little study abroad (laughs) click a lot recently and um I think it was it was good that we stayed together throughout our like study abroad experience um because we kind of pushed each other to venture out and to practice our Spanish um, and I am able to have that community now that I'm back and I have like mm-hmm. people to talk about and an outlet to express my feelings to. Cause even now I'm still dealing with the af- like the effects of studying abroad and like how, how that makes you feel when you come back. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have those people to talk to. However, I do wish that I would have found my individual self within the study abroad experience in mm-hmm. e- Ecuador mm-hmm. um, and went on my own adventures and learned that way and met more local people. Mm. I feel like my experience I feel like my experience was l- less I don't want to say authentic's not the word. I just I wasn't as immersed in the culture as I could have been oh, okay. if I wouldn't have only surrounded myself with students who were also studying abroad, and that's one thing I really regret. I think that's a large, a really big struggle for students who go abroad. I think part of it is because you go abroad and have this mentality, like, I have to do all these things and see all these things and experience the newness, mm-hmm. but the people who are living there and are from there are like, this is just my daily life. <laughs> like, this is nothing new for me. <laughs> so you kind of come in there like this bushy-eyed, no, bushy-tail. Bushy. <laughs> bushy-eyed. <laughs> Big-eyed, bushy-tail, like ready yes. to experience. But it's almost like they're not ready for you. You have to like be able to tone it down and kind of sit back step underneath somebody, like, watch how they live their life, question it, kind of do as they do in order to get it. And I don't think we're always ready to do that Mm -hmm. or to find the right person to do that with. Yeah. I was talking to another student who's in Spain right now Mm -hmm. about this this idea of, like, uh, kind of the group mentality or the group experience because she's at a program with a lot of St. Norbert students and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know do you think that's like part of how the American culture is where it's like we feel like we have to do all these things 
but we also are afraid to do them alone. I, I definitely think so. Or, like, we feel like we have to cultivate a certain dynamic with the people who are like us before we can, like, step out on our own. I don't I, know. I think that either way is right if it's what you feel like you should do. I feel like how you go about, like, studying abroad um, is either way is fine as long as you are following what you want to do. But you have this pressure to stay with the people who are similar to you because you feel like they want to stay by you, and it's like this little community. And then there's also this big pressure to have this huge, amazing experience. And then there's also this pressure to become an individual and <laughs> do your own thing. Yeah. And every from every single angle, there's different expectations. And so I don't know if any way is right. And I do think American culture definitely influences it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think finding what works for you and what will benefit you in that experience is just, it's difficult to determine by yourself, which is what I think we're, we should do. Yeah, I definitely think Americans have this culture of we have to go, 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 go. We have to do everything possible. We have to accomplish all these things and instead of taking that time to just slow down like Mm -hmm. take in everything that we're experiencing maybe do something boring like sit in a park (laughs) like (laughs) not like always planning the next trip that you're gonna go on like just take in all the new and all the mundane and all those tiny experiences that you might forget about, but are important. (laughs) I think that you become even more, I don't know, immersed in the experience when you aren't just traveling and you're not just a tourist the entire time. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. actually experience, experience the culture and the community that you're in if you go along with what the community does and you live is just like you are living normally there. That's how you kind of connect with the community and actually learn from them, I think. If you can, especially, I think, connecting through, like, the mundane of mm-hmm. the community or of the culture, mm-hmm. I think is something we, like, very easily look past or, like, don't talk about enough when we talk about study abroad. It just makes me think of I would run this one square, like, every week or whatever. But I could see the mountain, Table Mountain, mm. when I would go around it. And I'm just like, one day I'm not going to be able to see this. So you better enjoy <laughs> this yeah. run every time. <laughs> <laughs> and I can think about it and picture this route and see the mountain and... I miss it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the thing that made me cry the most when I was leaving, like on my last day of driving to the airport. Like nothing else was making me cry except looking at the mountains. <laughs> like, the, I would, I'd be fine just looking straight forward in the taxi to the airport, but as soon as I looked at the mountains, I would just start bawling. <laughs> that's the first thing I wrote about when I did my blog while I was abroad was just oh. how the mountains look because it's so flat here. Why is Wisconsin so <laughs> flat? <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> I used to live in Illinois. You don't talk about flat. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh. All right, guys. Well, I 
think that was our first successful podcast episode. You got a little taste of us. Got a little taste. Yeah. What did we decide to call this? Hashtag SNC Adventures. Talk it out. That's right. Talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, uh, Paige and Sophia. Thank for, you, Elena. Yeah, thank you very much. Talking it out. We'll do this again. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Woo! Bye!